to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reed. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we're joined by our very special guest. Hi, I'm Alex J. Squire. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're talking about the wonderful classic, Election. Election, Yeah. <laughs> It's great, and uh, this is a suggestion that Alex uh, gave to us. I think I, I think you like recorded me, me at con- comedy bar at the bar, and we're like, "Yeah, you need to do this one." And yeah, I, absolutely. Uh, to be honest, I have a confession. I, I did not suggest this at all. I suggested to you that you see this movie because it's I really liked it. Really? <laughs> did I misinterpret that? <laughs> and then and then I got the email the other day, and you're like, uh, "Hey, do you want to come do the podcast, and we'll, we'll do election?" I was like, "Okay," and then I thought about it. I'm like. I don't know if there's a clear villain that is not a villain. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just, uh, I was just telling Craig it was a great movie. <laughs> well, it is a great movie. It is a great movie, yeah. It held up. I was really excited. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it in probably 10 years, and uh, I, I loved every second of it. It was great. It was, actually. This And and truth be told, I had not seen this movie. Probably that's how you suggested it and right. why I thought it, you were suggesting it for the podcast. <laughs> Well, this this entire episode is built on lies, so now we'll just shut it down right now. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. who is the villain? I mean, I mean, it's got to be Flick, right? Yeah, I, I guess Tracy it's Flick. it's supposed to be kind of, I guess. I but think in, that's the case. Yeah, but in no way is she a villain at all. <laughs> to be no. perfectly honest, no, it's she it's is very... a high school student <laughs> surrounded by adults making mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> like, big mistakes. Big mistakes. And, but but to this movie's credit, uh, I did have to just because of how it plays out and the fact that I had this is the first time that I'd seen it while I was watching it. I actually had to pause it and turn to Kat, my girlfriend, and be like, so you've seen this movie before. Just so I can watch the rest of this and get my notes right, who's supposed to be the villain? <laughs> <laughs> I think and everyone like, in the entire movie is a villain, really, except for the, you know, except for the jock. And like, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, Chris Klein, yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, he's the only redeemable character yeah, yeah. in this whole thing. I don't mind uh, Tammy. I think Tammy's doing oh, yeah, yeah, Tammy, yeah. Tammy's Tam- doing the Lord's work out there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Tammy has some Absolutely. great, great wins in this, which yeah, I yeah. love. Um, I don't think she was evil at all. Yeah, but I think I think the movie takes the stance that yeah Tracy Flick is our villain yeah kind of overbearing whatever but you Mr. M is obviously a clear villain here as well oh for sure yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here off the top um in our Ferris Bueller episode we were kind of talking about like what kind of a person Ferris Bueller is going to grow up to be and I think it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sequel. This yeah, is the this sequel is. To I, I was. Oh my god, I love that. Because he, think about it. He's a guy who like seems like he's kind of gotten away with everything in his life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But he kind of is. He's sort of half-assing everything. You know what I mean? Right. And they have little subtle hints of that. Like 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 he'll park his car and he's going into the other into the other spot a little like enough that it's like rude, but he's not. But he's like got a nice guy thing to him, right? But he's mm. it's little like things when he like drops that. the garbage, like the Ex- food, oh. yeah, like little shit like that, where it's like I don't give a shit. This isn't my problem. I've I had lived fr- my entire life not having any consequences for the <laughs> selfish things that I've done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so that's Ferris Bueller. 
Yeah, plus I think it's really important to note that all of the characters are narrating their own inner monologue. Right. So anytime that they're talking about it, so like Mr. M off the top is talking about how he's such a great teacher, he's very dedicated, you know, I've won awards three years in a row, Mm. and but that's all from his perspective. That's all him talking about himself. Yes. You know, is that really the case? Is that really how? Because he does kind of have this like holier than thou thing off the top where he's like, I'm shaping young. Anytime somebody says that, a chill goes down my spine. A chill goes down my spine. Shaping young minds. Shaping young (laughs) I just, I don't know. It freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's an excellent point because like we actually see later in his internal monologue based on what he's actually doing and Mm -hmm. how, how he's described in his own head that he's just justifying everything he does in terms of like, well, I had no choice and I had to do this and like, you right. know, and, and this was right because I'm in love or like whatever it is. And so like, yeah, you're right. So so looking back at all that stuff he says on the be- at the beginning, which is uh, I'm such a great teacher, all this, you can't take that at his word. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's like maybe he got teacher of the year because like everybody else got like, pneumonia or something you know what i mean like it was all <laughs> substitute teachers or something like that but you know he's he's the most teachery teacher and then he gets the teacher award or whatever yeah 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 because yeah, he's it's doing very all the right cookie things. cutter like it's this is what i think i'm supposed to be doing yeah and i think tracy has a good under monologue where she's like i feel really bad for him because he's like trapped in the same room repeating the same things over and over and over again like mm-hmm. doing the same lesson like we see him doing like that same diagram on the chalkboard like the exec like the executive judicial like the branches of government or whatever right, right. Yeah. just like over and over and you're like oh yeah like there there is a bit of that in there where he's she sort of predicted the fact that he is not happy with his life right like she's seen that yeah, in she's him and called it. it on him. He's yeah. dripping with depression. <laughs> this man dripping. <laughs> yeah, and I think something that is really important to note, uh, and I think a good foreshadowing for this character for the rest of the movie is that even when he finds out that his uh, best friend uh, Dan, I believe, Dan? yeah, Dave, yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave, sorry, Dave, Dave Novotny, yeah. White man's name. Anyway, (laughs) insert a name here. Anyway, so Dave, um, even off the top, when he finds out that this is going on between Dave and uh, Fleck, uh, Tracy Fleck here, he still calls him a good guy. Right. Yeah. And I think that's really important to note that even though he knows these things about this man, this monstrous man, I understand he's still been his friend for a very long time, but you're watching this guy break down and kind of almost, it could have ruined a student's life, and he still calls him a good man, and he's supposed to be an ethics and moral teacher. Right, right, right. That's wild. Yeah. This this movie has a ton of, like, just exposing the 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 facade of the nice guy uh uh which i love and uh it's 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 funny because you have that huge bit on on the nice guy you know oh yeah 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 yeah. and uh this movie is so much of that you know like (laughs) um yeah i keep wanting to call him ferris but (laughs) we can i think you can call him that it's it's all good yeah matthew broderick whatever this guy's name is mr m yeah jim but but he has all the traits of that of that nice guy who isn't nice who like who really is just you know builds this life around like uh seeming safe and then just doing whatever he wants like 
you know, like Ferris or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Plus, he's not a good teacher. He's just not a good teacher. You can, like, oh, hot that, take. Okay. Like, he's just not a good teacher. You can tell off the top when he's ignored. Because, like, I get it. Tracy, like, Flick is supposed to be this annoying, like this little like parasite almost like they kind of make her like she's a little bug or like just like gnawing at people like and it, she is his demise in his own mind but he has created this whole narrative and he is the one that uh is rejecting her she's only tried to be nice for yes. most of, for at least three quarters of this movie she's not trying to push him out or anything she's trying to uh get his help be like i want i i really want to be a part of this i've been working towards being the student council president for quite some time yes um i want to be on the ball and if you are a good teacher if you're like a truly good teacher this would this enthusiasm would only make you happy if somebody's putting their hand if i'm a teacher and somebody's constantly putting their hand up in my class that means i'm doing a good job with at least this student yeah. at least mm. you know all the answers here i get it being a know-it-all is annoying like it yeah. can be for sure. Frustrating. But to blatantly ignore a student's hand up when nobody else's hand is up, you're also semi-bullying that person in front of all mm. the other students. Uh, yeah. The only thing I'll add mm. to that is... <laughs> Hot take. Uh, <laughs> I kind of understand that because, like, it was my experience, like, being in front of a classroom. I find there is always those one or two kids, and it's just it's the same person over and over raising their hand. And because of that, other people... Um, don't want to raise their hand or don't want to contribute because you're calling on the same person all the time. Or the, yeah, they'll check out. Yeah, yeah, but wouldn't a constructive conversation with that person be better than just ignoring them? <laughs> well, yeah, no, ignoring <laughs> is pretty extreme. But like, I can understand. Like, you know, you she puts up her hand, and he, you know, you can sort of understand waiting to see if anyone else is. Oh, certainly. Because because what <laughs> this is this gets too deep. But like, what what putting your hand up really quick and getting called on first encourages is speaking without thinking first, right? Like if I pose a question to you, what is the difference between moral and ethics, morals and ethics, which I think is the conversation that they're having. Mm -hmm. I would much rather someone be like, mm. Oh, that's a good, right. I don't know. Actually, you know what? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, and raise their hand as opposed to what's the difference between moral ethics and <laughs> Like, right yeah, up, yeah, yeah. pick me, I'll, I'll do it on the fly. And her answer doesn't make sense. Nobody's answers no. in any of that made no. sense. And then it, where, his, where he was going with it didn't seem to... I'd, because he's not a good teacher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and I also think that that's the, the unintentional choice by the movie of right. like, that we are not going to define the right. difference between morals and ethics because nobody in this movie... Knows, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Except poor little... Um, uh, the 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 uh, the football player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who, uh, well, he's who just couldn't too. bring himself to vote for himself. <laughs> and throws the, the election. election. Yeah, <laughs> he is a Paul Metzler. He is uh, played by the fantastic Chris Klein. Yeah, he's fantastic in this. He is really fantastic in this. He plays dumb jock perfectly. Dumb jock, but caring dumb jock. Yeah, like he's not this like ignorant or uh, um, like malicious guy. He's like. Like, I, I even have it written down. Like, there, there's a scene where they're all praying for what they want. And, like, Tracy's like, please, please just, like, get me, let me win the election. Uh, his sister Tammy's like, please uh, just like, get me. Like, I just want my ex to hate me, <laughs> right, yeah. or, or to just feel bad or fall back in love with me. And then uh, uh, Paul's just like, gee, I, 
I really hope that Tracy wins because she <laughs> she needs it so much. Like he's pr- like he's praying for other people, which just shows that like he's the only one with any moral center where he's not selfish and self-absorbed and that sort of thing. Yeah. So let's cut to uh, where Tracy finds out that Paul's running. Okay. So yeah. her reaction to this is pretty explosive. Like she's pretty upset, right? But I believe her emotions are completely valid here because first of all, this guy again, has never been on student council, okay? Right. Has never shown any interest in running, so right. she is valid in asking him, why are you running now? Like, what happened? Right, which, we've, which we which know Which he is. reveals, and he t- tells her, he's like, Mr. M, like, t- took me aside, talked to me, whatever, and she knows that that was a malicious attempt upon her uh, campaign. Yeah. Which is crazy, because as a teacher, you should never step in in that manner as soon, because with that conversation where like Mr. M and Paul are talking about whether he should run or not Paul doesn't want to run right no that's true he doesn't want to run he says no and he also says like that's kind of Tracy's thing like she's really been working towards this like forever it's really not my thing yeah he doesn't want to run yeah that's true it's it's a dick move but like also to let her run on unopposed isn't really fair to her either. I would say that that went real bad for her and him and everybody, but like, yeah, a little competition doesn't hurt anybody. Well, certainly, but well, I, you can't, you can't have an election if somebody's unopposed. That's true. Certainly. But I understand the frustration of you yeah. haven't done any of right. this work. Right. You've done nothing for sure. And, she and I'm here on the motherfucking weekend. <laughs> I love when he, I love when he does get, Elected, and then he he sees Mr. M in the in the restaurant. He's mm-hmm. like, "Here's my ideas, and they're dumb. They're all just yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do a haunted house, but not like a bad haunted house, like a good haunted house. It's like nobody nobody sets out to make a bad haunted house, man. Like, did you think that was what was missing in the execution? Is like, oh, we built a haunted house. Oh, you didn't want a bad haunted house. Yeah. Oh, we should have built a good haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair to Tracy, she does sign his sheet. Yes. She puts her name on the list. She signs it, which, you know, uh, at least says, okay, I'm welcoming competitors, even though I don't like the method that this is being done in. Yes. Yeah. No, she she can feel betrayed for sure. But yeah, she she doesn't I'm just shy saying, away from not the a villain. Not a villain. I, not, a I'm, not a villain. I'm, I'm, okay. <laughs> I'm not giving Tracy as much uh, space as you are because uh, um, she ripped down the posters like out of out of frustration and then she hit it and then when she was caught when 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 the when the girl who like proved mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or like or like said that she had done it her response was you're going to pay for my poster like she didn't yeah. she absolutely like was nefarious completely because she did the the crime and then covered it up and then was indignant on top of everything. I'm gonna, yeah, but I'm gonna chalk that up to like, let's put this in comparison to the other shit that oh. has gone down in this. So, Everyone's a villain. So, so you're like, Tracy is someone who's been building up to this her whole high school career, has, uh, as they say, sacrificed having friends. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't really hang out with anybody, but everyone knows her that she's head of every club and everything like that. So, she is a child. She is a child in this, and she didn't get what she wanted, and she had one little thing where she flipped out and tore down some posters, right? But that's the one thing. But as a result of that, Mr. McAllister 
threatens to reveal that she had an affair with right. another teacher. He threatens to destroy a teenage girl's life because she got kind of mad and tore down posters. Gee, I wonder what she could be upset about, but she's right. yeah. not expressing. Maybe the fact that she was, uh, you know, attacked by a pedophile teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's still got to work some things through with that, you yeah. know? Also, he accuses her without any hard evidence. Like, right out of the gate, he goes, I know it was you. Right. Which is not something I think a teacher should do. Yeah. Okay, especially to a student. He that, happened to be right, but... Y- yeah, absolutely, but <laughs> he doesn't know that 100%. Right. No, Okay, he doesn't. he doesn't. He just kind of verbally attacks her. Also, this is a girl that, yeah, she's been... Uh, she's worked her whole fucking career for this, okay, or her student career or whatever, and I'm also going to make the argument that uh, there's no way these posters mattered. Right. No. There's no way in any student election of I've course. ever seen would those posters <laughs> matter at all. So this very small tantrum really doesn't mean anything to me other than the fact that I would agree that that small part where she goes and you're going to pay for my poster, that's a little too much gravy. Okay. We're putting a little too much <laughs> gravy true. on that. All right. We yeah, probably you, take a seat if there, you Tracy. Stopped short yeah, of that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like mm. that's five seconds. I would say that's the only five seconds in the movie where I disagree with her. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, the only five. Yeah, and she actually she she has going back very quickly to where um, Paul is nominated or whatever. She kind of goes on that monologue in her head, and she's like, uh, "It's not a. It's like student government. It's not a popularity contest, right?" And she's like, "It's not rich kids who get trucks on their 16th birthday, like yeah. you know, and are completely unqualified." Like she calls him out. It's like basically a woman losing a job to a unqualified man is what this whole allegory is, right? right? It's just, yeah, you're, she can be upset with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course she can be upset with that. Yeah. It's, it's unjust. And yeah, and she really doesn't do, like there, there are so many more things she could have done to derail this election, but all she did was keep focusing on what she had to do for herself. Yeah, you know what I mean? she didn't like, really sling mud or anything. No, like she didn't that. sling mud. The only thing she did was tear down the posters. Everything else was like her waking up at like five a.m. to bake cupcakes and shit. Like it was just her focusing, and I would say uh, her getting one more vote, even though it was uh, it was Paul's vote that pushed her over. Which is again, you know, I think this weird moral gray area of like, what the fuck does this mean? But I got to tell you, okay. If she is one of the least popular students in this goddamn school, okay, and she's won a third of the votes because that's a close close at two because she got a third, Paul got a third, and then there was a third of we don't fucking care. Yeah, well, it was even more than all of the other votes. I think well, it was like two. I, I think that was to show that 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 Tammy would have won. Yeah. Like, like oh, I, think they I, missed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed that. Like, part. oh, you didn't you didn't catch that? Yeah, it was like two. They had like two ninety votes where like nobody voted for anybody, but they handed in their ballot. They wanted the, them to know the, like fuck you for the Tammy the burn yeah. down vote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vote to burn it down. <laughs> yeah. So if this girl is the least popular girl in this high school, which you have to assume she is, she says, "I don't have friends. I do this. I do that." Yeah. In my mind, <laughs> and I know this isn't exactly correct. Um, her votes mean so much more than his. <laughs> yes, of course. Her sure. votes mean so, so much more. So even just winning by one, I don't even think that's that morally, like, oh, this is a huge gray area. I don't think it's that great. No. She 
she earned, won. she earned every single one of those votes. <laughs> yes, I absolutely. think so. Yeah. Yeah, no, she she absolutely did. You're right, and that's what makes it so unfair is like Paul's just the popular guy with name recognition coming in and yeah. destroying a campaign that's built on policy. I mean, it's weird to say policies in like terms of a high school election, but like she had ideas. She understood understood how it worked. Um, but can we talk about Tammy for a second? Oh, the love Bernadette. Tammy. Her, love Tammy. I just love her speech. It's like, this doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. so like the only thing I will do if elected is uh, dismantle, d- the, dismantle student the student union. union. And you're like, yes. Oh God, she sees it so perfectly. Just like, like, yeah, student government doesn't matter. What do you do? You throw a couple dances a year yeah. and like, it's like everyone's just promising you more recess and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's great. I love, I loved when she entered the race and her reasons for doing so are mwah. Yeah. She's got a couple of good model. I like also the one where she gets suspended and she's like, I don't understand why they kick us out of school. She's like, this is not a punishment. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get us in trouble for skipping school and then you make us skip school. <laughs> yeah. It's like a paid vacation. Yeah. Is what she said. That was an old uh, Gallagher bit, to be honest. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. I didn't Everyone's know. favorite comedian. Gallagher <laughs> uh, had a bit very similar. Yeah, just uh, with less uh, watermelon everywhere. Yeah. Less watermelon. Yeah, less watermelon. I mean, I would say what Tammy does is so much more mild than what her ex-girlfriend does. Yeah, that's cold. So mi- That's stone cold. Stone cold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, and like, for no reason. She wasn't even... It was just because she didn't want to expose... like that she had had a relationship right. with another woman. Yeah, that's true. That was it. That was, was the Was that whole the thing. only reason? Yeah, really. It felt like that. Cuz she calls her a she calls her a dyke. Oh yeah, that's not. Yeah. Yeah, I I I wasn't sure why she decided to hook up with her brother though. Like like that was like a weird like was that trying to like make her unhappy, like get back at Tammy? Well, yeah, but I think that's because that that girl was into it. It was a self-hate. You right. know what I mean? I have to do this because I have to push you as far away as possible. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, sense. that was what I got from it, but that's, again, that's just, you know, me playing in my own mind. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I, and I just love that, like, inner monologue of Paul being like, I didn't really understand what happened. <laughs> One day she's, like, mad at my sister or her, you know, Tammy and... Uh, uh, was it Lisa, is it? Yeah. yeah, I get in a big fight, and the next thing, I wasn't expecting her to come and blow me after school. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive move. Holy shit. But yeah, Tammy, like, she she's she ends up the winner in all of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? She splits the vote. She gets expelled from school. To go to an all-girls school. To go to an all-girls school. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> when, when I was in, uh, when I was in high school, uh, there was an election and there was one guy who was like a Tracy flick and he was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he had a, his speech was really well written and the whole thing. And he was up against this other guy who just made posters that were handwritten that said, don't vote for Brian styles. <laughs> his speech right after the other guy's speech, he just came up and said, don't vote for me. And he won by a landslide. Like he, like, 
<laughs> never, never underestimate teenagers wanting to just be assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, rebellion in some form? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Is yeah. it meaningful or focused? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's I- the same thing with like, um, what was it in any time they have like an online voting system where it's like they have to vote for a name or something oh, like that. It but, always goes off the rails every single fuck time. Bodie oh, yeah. McBoatface. Yeah, I was, yes. That's what I was going to say. That's the one. That's my favorite one. Oh, Bodie McBoatface. And it just honestly fills my heart with joy. It just really lifts because this is life is ridiculous. The world that we live in is absolutely bananas and it doesn't make any sense. So I love when we do shit like that because that makes too. sense to me. <laughs> yes. And and Bodie McBoatface is a great story, actually, <laughs> because no, because what it was, it was a re, an Arctic research vessel. And yeah. they're like, what are we going to call it? And they're like, we can't call it Bodie McBoatface <laughs> because we need to like say this when we're talking about like uh, SOS. Bodie McBoatface <laughs> going down, right? But, but that's exactly why you should. Exactly. The greatest. Yeah. But oh, what they did do is the, they they named the research sub that's launched from that ship Bodie McBoatface, and it was like great because it actually got a whole bunch of attention onto like the research that that boat was gonna do. Right. It was actually mm. like it turned out really well for everybody involved. I think. Yeah. But you're right. That's it's great. I can't think of any other ones. Like what. I think there were some bridges that were like, oh, like Stephen Colbert pulled a bunch of that stuff, right? Like it was yeah. going to be like the Stephen Colbert bridge or something like that somewhere. I love it. I love yeah. just the anarchy of all that. That's great. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not uh, allowed to have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, dude. Tracy, like uh, you got to look at this one right off the top. Okay, so we're introduced to this lady and... The fir- ba- one of the most important things we find out about her right off the top is that uh, she's been with this teacher, Dave. Yeah. Okay, and Dave is not a good guy. He's not described as a good guy. He's described as a man that didn't ever want to leave high school. Yeah, right. right. Which if you run a high school and you hear that answer, don't hire that person. Right. It's <laughs> very important, I think. Uh, yeah. That's a red flag. And also somebody that doesn't see, and I get it because like he follows up emotionally in the same vein all through the movie where I'm like, oh yeah, this is exactly a man that didn't want to leave high school. Because like that whole note he writes her, (laughs) I really, really need you now. (laughs) If somebody twice my age ever says that to me, I will vomit on sight. Okay, I will throw up immediately. (laughs) I really, really need you now, a grown ass man. I love her disdain for that too, because her reasoning later on is she says, he got too emotional. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you're a bad bitch. Yes, I I love the 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 patheticness of male uh, <laughs> like love in this movie. Like, oh yeah, it's because, not good <laughs> because because after all that happens, then then uh, Mr. M and and um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Linda? Ta- yeah, Linda. Linda. Yeah, Linda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he went full like pathetic immediately. Like just like sudden attention and then. And then he's just like, I love you and all this. And yeah. they made out once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's also a, a very heavy implication that he's actually very sexually attracted to uh, to Flick as well. Sure. Yes. I think I think they hint very strongly. You know what scene that, I'm talking about. 
Well, when the, yeah, when the her head pops over that, <laughs> but I would say even more so for me, like the really big feeling was when uh, right right at the beginning of the movie where she kind of leans into his car and then he's trying to get to sleep and he can't get her words out of his head. But mm-hmm. you as, you kind of assume as a viewer in that moment before you switch to the next scene, you kind of assume that's because he finds her like annoying or something. But then it just cuts to him going downstairs to watch porn. Right. <laughs> yes. So I think we know what that means. Yeah. No, I and I, I actually thought that when I was watching it too, because it's like he his good friend was, you know, uh, had a relationship with this girl or whatever, like couldn't resist the temptation of dating this high school girl. And then she's coming up to him and being like, uh, we're going to be spending a lot of time together, just mm-hmm. you and I. And I think it's like maybe a little of that is like motivated by fear. Like I can't have her win because in his mind, she's somebody who destroys uh. men, like destroys oh. adult men, like, you know, right? That which is not right. You are the adult in this situation. You should be in control. But I think that's what his... Oh, of course that's his motivation. Yeah. That's Mr. M's motivation through the whole thing because you can tell... By the way, because even off the top, he kind of goes like, you know, obviously I don't blame her for that. But then all of his actions are the exact opposite of that. He's blaming her for it. So he's trying to tell himself that he doesn't, but he really, really, really does. He blames her completely, which is psychotic. Right. It's psychotic. That's crazy to look at a like a 16-year-old girl and be like, you ruined my friend's life. No, your friend ruined your friend's life. That's what happened. Right. Absolutely. And then and then later in the movie, he's saying to to Linda, you ruined my life. Like, yeah, you know, uh, like that's to, a good call, too. To yeah, just that's good. like to. Yeah. To put that blame, because I mean, after all, these are nice guys, right? Like who? Oh, yeah. why would you <laughs> why would you, uh, you know, hurt? Why would you like? They could only be manipulated by a by someone mean, if, like by a teenage yeah, succubus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was teacher of the year yeah, until I I was teacher of the year until I took advantage of a lonely high school student who didn't have any <laughs> friends, and I <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and clock back to even when uh, Mr. M, like when uh, Linda goes to his wife after they've like fooled around a bit or whatever. Um, okay, well, there's a lot to dissect here. I'll get into some of that. But the, the fact that he walks into that room, sees his wife crying, Linda's crying, she's holding a baby, and instead of sitting down and being like, hey, you're my wife, we should probably talk about this right now, he right. just leaves, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is 100% the wrong move there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the wrong move. I'm sorry, I I don't know what you do, but you either say, Linda, can I have a minute with my wife? Or you <laughs> just sit down even, and take it, you know? Yeah, but he doesn't even care about his wife afterwards because when he gets back, he just keeps right. calling Linda. Right. Leaving yeah. her message after you, message. You destroy after, my life. Yeah, 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 I love you, Linda. You destroyed my life. Blah, 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 whatever. It's it, insane. Um, I, 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 do, uh, I do like... Uh, that this like well-made, well-shot movie really shows like the last time that like you you had to be near a phone. <laughs> so like so like you can like because I've you know in the nineties I broke up with a girl and mm-hmm. you gotta you know there's you know there's a phone halfway. <laughs> 
on the way to work, right, at one of the subway stations, right? And you like you know where the phones are because <laughs> because uh, you gotta iron this out, right? That's and, so like, funny. Uh, th- that's that's gone now. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're just like, hang on, I'm gonna step outside in the hallway and call real quick on my cell phone, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna be sending you text messages under the desk or whatever. All these kids take a test, or oh yeah. Also, can we talk about how? Uh, Three uh, twenty-five in the afternoon is not the time to go to a motel. <laughs> Can we talk about that? That's really inappropriate. Oh my god! Yeah, that's why she went and told his wife. She was he's committing crimes, <laughs> midday sex romps in a motel. He bought flowers for uh, an affa- for an affair. The flowers and then the chocolate. Yeah. Oh when my god! That, eat oh. Those? that was. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't know if that was all men of the 90s, but that freaked me out. (laughs) It was also like a real sleazy motel Mm -hmm. is like what they painted that as. Like, and even to the point where like there's that there's that scene where he's driving her back from the mall or whatever. And it's kind of played off as a joke at the time where he's like, I wish you'd get a room. Right. But he he Mm -hmm. means it. Yeah, and she goes, "Don't even joke about that." But like, the joke is that it's a sleazy motel. Like that—that's his cover. It's like that's a sleazy motel. Ha ha ha! Should we get a room there? Because obviously, you would never. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. At the middle of the, you can still see all the stains. Yeah. You right. can't hide in the darkness. I love the plastic cups for the for oh. the for the champagne. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That like the whole the, scene like, stressed me like out. The, like to have the thought of getting champagne and then. The plastic cups. It's like, <laughs> that's very, it's yeah, at fun. least get the champagne flutes. Like, you know, the little, like, not the solo red cups. You, right, get, right, the, right. you get the, you know, the things you hand around at uh, New Year's Eve or something like that. You know, little stem on them. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to, I don't think anybody's having a fair at 325 in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I like that it's 25, too, not 30. Yeah, like, it's so specific. <laughs> it's just, his, his absolute, and I, I know this is probably just me and maybe whatever, but his absolute eagerness to right. drive towards this woman's pussy is insane. Right. Like, his, it's just so, like, it, I don't know why I feel, and I know he's not, but I just feel like he's sweaty the whole movie. Like, I'm like, why do I feel like you're moist? Right. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's an uncomfortable guy to watch, for yeah. sure. Yeah, just all the mistakes he's making and justifying them to himself. Um, yeah, he's a real gross guy. Well, it's all inner monologue. That's how they drive yeah. it so well, is because there's so much... Uh, yeah, monologue from uh, the people's inner minds, which I normally hate, but I actually really liked it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just gonna say. Normally, it's 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 this thing when when you've kind of failed with your movie, they add in some mm-hmm. narration to make it make sense. But this, like, this is it's perfect. Well, yeah, yeah this is this was baked into the premise of like we're right. gonna mm-hmm. hear and see what these characters are thinking. Yeah, because everything is almost aside from I would say Paul and Tammy. Everybody's inner monologue is conflicting to their actions. Oh. Yes, yeah, and yeah, you can yeah, also yeah. hear their own like psychology going on. Like when Tracy's talking about, it, she's like, you know, like people say I have daddy issues, but I don't. Right. I just it's... like when I'm with him, I feel safe and secure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just he feels and, like str- he's powerful. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, okay. I laughed very hard. Yeah, at that's that great. Line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then clearly Tracy has some issues. You know? Oh, of course, she's an only child. Yeah. Okay. Alex, are you an only child? I am not. No, I got Craig's not. not. I'm middle child. I know child. Craig's not. So we can say it. 
only children are weird. They're weird. They're all weird. Okay. Just have to check the room first to make sure. But I've never yeah, met as one. We broadcast this out to everybody. Oh, I don't care. Like, if but the you're three an of only us child, are you're yeah. a little weird. Okay. I, I only feel weird about that because they all know it, and they all know everyone knows that about them. So it's like, it feels like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. You're sitting at home, and you know you're weird. Yeah. I say that as a fellow weird person. Okay? Yeah. But I'm oh, weird sure. on my own regard. <laughs> But yeah. like a lot of these, only, like they, you don't have anybody to socialize with, right? Or you don't have enough people to socialize with most of the time, and all of your parents' expectations are on you. Right. Yeah, there's like, no do-overs. There's yeah, no. exactly. And especially with her mother, the way they've cast and characterized yeah. this woman is she's like constantly driving. Like, I felt. I, I think one of the moments where I felt the most bad for Tracy was when after she had found out that she had lost the election, she's crying in her room, like really crying. Yeah. Um, and her mom comes in to like console her, whatever, brings her a drink, whatever. She and gives then, her sleeping. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gives her sleeping, whatever, to calm her down. And then as she's walking oh. out, she goes, well, maybe you should have made more posters or <laughs> listen to my suggestions about your speech. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's stone cold. That's <laughs> you, stone cold. How do you live up to that? Yeah, that's crazy. Do you know how hard she was working? Yes. That's I think insane. you become Tracy. You I, become like, Tracy. You I have know. to understand this individual. And and the tragedy of Tracy is, is that when she gets to college, they also point her as, she's like, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to make friends like me. There's going to be people, the university is going to be filled with people like me who get it and work hard and I'm finally going to make some friends there. And then they very explicitly say she still does not fit in. She still does not have friends. Yeah, yeah. And you go, that is so tragic that, like, <laughs> this girl who works so hard, it, like, can't get along with anybody because there's all these expectations on her to succeed wildly. Yeah, but she does end up getting what she wants, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah which is... I think the movie portray the movie wants you to see that as a villain getting their comeuppance. Like, if Tracy is the villain of this movie, then the fact that she gets what she wants but she isn't happy with it is like the ha ha. See, um, the real hero was Mr. McAllister this whole time, who loses everything and it still ends up happy at the end. You know what though? Um, th- uh, that that ending. Is was a was a was a re they redid the ending because no. because the focus groups or whatever it like played really badly the the ending was he works at a like a car wash oh. and Tracy comes to visit him <gasps> and they didn't and like that that's how the book ends oh. I didn't know there was a book but I only I was I was <laughs> uh, IMDbing this last night oh, okay the little facts but yeah originally it ends with with he works at a car wash. Um, why didn't like, they like that? Did they say why they didn't like that? Uh, people want a happy ending. But like I don't know why they wanted his happy ending, but you know, it's it's hard with a dark movie to mm. get people to like it. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's is. very tricky. It's very hard to get. I, find- I can't believe any movie gets made. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, but I find there's something baked into it that does um happen in a lot of movies and TV shows where it's like the the smartest person or the most eager is a loser. Right. And we don't like them because these people think they're better than us and da 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 da. Like right. there's constantly this idea of if you're smart or intelligence, you're 
you're, you're, you're boring or you're uninteresting or you're not yeah. one of us or whatever. It's like the same reason why everybody hates friends or uh, Ross from friends. Right. It's like, like that was constantly the trope of that show was that he would say something educational and everybody would roll their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's constantly kind of baked into our society that we should kind of like the, these people are, are different than us and we right. got to push them out a little bit and we don't want to root for these people because they don't need to be rooted for. Right. It's a sort of anti-intellectualism, but also that caring is lame. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like, and I think that's uh, a more important point. It's like, oh, look, this girl cares about whether or not she gets elected student council president. How lame. I'm voting for Tammy. <laughs> it's going to burn it all down. Or the football star who hurt his leg and can't be football anymore. <laughs> can't, be football. can't be football. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same reason why like uh, like safety never seems cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like anything like that in that category. Everybody's like, oh, that's so lame. You're putting sunscreen on? <laughs> it's just, just burn, baby. Burn. Yeah. That's, that's my battle all the time. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm, I love safety because then you don't have to think about things, right? Yeah. Just do things properly. Yeah. Come on, guys. Do everything properly. <laughs> and then everyone will be fine. Yeah. And we, I don't have to take you to the hospital. That's right. Yeah. God help me if I have to go to the hospital one more time. Um, <laughs> I, uh, oh my god! Yeah, no. Well, you're telling me that Elmer, the safety element, isn't cool. I don't know if this. <laughs> I don't know if this plays anywhere outside of Ontario. <laughs> but uh, back in elementary school, we had Elmer, the safety elephant, who was like a part of the police. Like he, the police came, right? I have no idea what you're talking. Really? About. Oh, okay. That's this why I, I started laughing. Oh, wow. I was oh, like, okay. Oh no! I think this might just be a you thing. This, this <laughs> might be a. Did you have oh, Elmer yeah, the safety element? Yeah. Okay. Did you guys go to school in close places? Uh, I went to school in Pickering. No, Chatham, Ontario. Oh, okay. So a few, a few, uh, a few hours away. Anyway, yeah, and it's like they'd have Elmer the safety elephant, and they'd have a mascot come out. But it was the most hilarious mascot because it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like you know like a plush. Like mm-hmm. like school mascot, <laughs> like you think of them, right? For some reason, this was like an elephant that they like inflated with air, right? So it was like this giant balloon that was walking. There's like a guy inside this balloon oh, that wow. could barely move, but like <laughs> they obviously had to keep the air flowing constantly. So there was like an air compressor oh, that was wow. going in the background, <laughs> like, and he just like waddle out, but like couldn't really move because like you know like if something's inflated like you can't really like bend it or whatever so it's just this waddling elephant that would like wave to you and be like oh, be safe that's so uh, yeah. fun I had such a different experience they just um they fingerprinted all of us I really wish I was joking. What? <laughs> I swear to God. Oh my God, I thought that was a No, hundred percent. That is, yeah. they're like, oh, this. <laughs> no, I remember being in like grade three. They brought us all in and they fingerprinted each and every one of us and told us it was because if we ever got lost or something. <laughs> like, oh my God. Or, they just, right? or they just pegged your school and they're like, yeah. historically. <laughs> A lot of crimes come out of this yeah. grade three class in about six years. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. All I'm trying to say is I wish anything. there was a balloon elephant there to <laughs> console me. Yeah, we only saw drawings of Elmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we had a... Uh, <laughs> well, no, I, he never... I never met him. Can you wish they 
<laughs> just hold he up never- a picture. Imagine if this was real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had to send him to another school today, but imagine. No, there was like imagine cartoons you- of like how to cross the street. And all yeah. that. Oh, okay. Imagine you're sitting in class and all of a sudden you hear an air compressor <laughs> with a portable diesel generator just out in the hallway and an inflated police officer comes wandering in. And then everyone, it is terrifying. And then everyone has to address the elephant in the room. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we have fun around here, guys. <laughs> uh, but tweet at us, yeah, tweet at us if uh, if you remember Elmer the safety <laughs> elephant, or like if it was. I don't know if it was like province, Canada wide, or like, or I, if you I were still, just fingerprinted as a young kid. <laughs> I'm telling you, I still do. <laughs> I still do think about him when I cross the street. Really? Yeah, yeah. So sure. it's effective, I guess. So well, you know, like that whole thing you're not supposed to go in between cars or whatever. I do. Like, I do remember that. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm an adult. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. see over these cars. Now. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's why I do it. Right. And then I, I know I'm shaming Elmo. Elmer. Uh, Elmer. (laughs) See, so safety is cool. (laughs) It was very confusing because I think I had him conflated with the glue. Yeah, that's all yeah, I kept thinking about when you yeah. kept saying that. I was like, is that a glue mascot I don't know about? And then I kept thinking, is, does but glue have cow. anything to do with safety? Yeah. <laughs> Elmer the safety, no, Elmer the safety elephant is an elephant yeah. and he's right. safety, but Elmer's glue has a cow on the front. Yeah. Oh. I, I knew it was some animal. They're like, hey, remember how we make this out of animal bones? <laughs> <laughs> it's glue, everybody. <laughs> wow. How do we get rid of the association of making glue out of horses? I know. Say we use cows. <laughs> Oh my god. Make it cute. <laughs> but yeah, the movie does take the standpoint that caring is is bad. Yes. Yeah. And that's a point a lot of movies try to make, which is crazy. Just look at this lame wad trying. Well, yeah, cuz like Paul's not even a good public speaker. That He's speech. terrible. Oh, that, was, that was the best speech ever. He's terrible. <laughs> he takes breaths in all the weird places. And, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And I love that because we've all heard that speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I was, a, and I think I would be really good and I will bring it home like I brought it home in the last game of the football season. I didn't post, disappoint you then and I won't disappoint you now. Like, it's just, oh. And I, I love that the victory was, like, they almost won the game. Like, I think it was like something oh, like they that. did not win? It, it, or, or it was like the semifinals or it was something like it was yeah. it was a very unimpressive <laughs> oh right because yeah it was like when I'm we, sure it was exciting when if you were there but like it <laughs> it mattered not because it was yeah because you're right he phrases like that time that we almost made it to finals or right, something yeah. like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's right yeah it was a real lame accomplishment but god that was so funny yeah it was so bad they barely applauded yeah to the most popular <laughs> guy in school <laughs> Like I, I, I mean, I guess. Like, is that is that done? Did yeah. they? Did he finish speaking? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking wild. I can't even uh, imagine watching that. Because if you're if you're Tracy, you're sitting behind him while you got heckled during your speech. Right. Yeah. Okay, so she gets heckled, bullied. Had a great speech too. Yeah, like actually, like tried, like had you know presence. Um, like knew how to talk and yeah she got heckled bullied and nothing happens other than the principal was like hey uh, y'all quiet down now <laughs> oh, oh I love that principal so much he's the yeah. principaliest principal of all principals yeah. I he think really he's a is. doctor too somehow <laughs> yeah somebody called him 
doctor. They, yeah, everyone keeps calling him doctor somebody. Yeah. Um, I I really did. That that principal is having a real rough go of it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I also think he doesn't he, give a fuck. Well, he seems like principal football coach or like... Or like no. Like he's like, kind of over it. <laughs> he's over it, but like he's, he deals with everything in the most realistic way, I think, where he goes like, okay, he's got, he's got, at the start of the movie, he's got a teacher in his staff who is accused of being highly inappropriate with a student. Yeah. And he goes, listen, I know what her mom's saying. I know what Tracy's <laughs> saying. I need to hear it from you. Did you cross the line with that girl? And just like falls up, like... Dave just like falls apart. And he's just oh like, my god! So first of all, that's got to be that's the most unattractive thing oh I think I've ever. I've never it's, been drier. It's so <laughs> never so been drier. Awful. But he's that's got to be like one of the worst things to deal with in terms of being a principal and having to discipline a teacher. Is mm-hmm. is like there are one that's gross. It's immoral, and now you have to deal with it. Right? Mm-hmm. That sucks for him. Then he has to deal with. Uh, <laughs> fucking Tammy just being like burn it down and he's like I'm not having that girl run our student body like he sees the writing on the wall he knows that this election doesn't matter and he's just like make it so she can't be be elected which we can talk about fairness in elections and everything all you want but absolutely that's a thing you should do for that high school election yeah, but didn't she get suspended? Well, and that's how that? they—that's how they get rid of her. Is they go just suspend her, and then she's disqualified. Well, yeah, but they should have just removed. I can't. I, that was the only thing that I didn't get that he did was suspending her. That didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, oh, so student, she was off the ballot though. Well, yeah, certainly, but just take her off the fucking ballot. She didn't swear. She didn't do say anything that crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just suspend her for a couple of days. I think she was like inciting. <laughs> Just like, like I, I very much sympathize with that principle in terms mm. of like, if she is allowed to continue or we don't show that, like, we're going to make an example of her, this entire school is going to riot. And I do, I do feel like that was what was going to happen. So I feel bad for that. <laughs> but that's, that's, you know, run of the mill principle. Yeah. Students Maybe it's just stuff. the chaos side of me. That's like, do it. Do Love it. it. Of course. <laughs> and then the next thing he, this principle has to do with is the fact that his, uh, one of his teachers rigs a student election and has, is, and he forces him to resign. Like the yep. staffing issues that this principal has to deal with <laughs> is just like, like I, like I, I need a speech from him in there where it's like, I expected this from the students. Come on, man. What is your problem? Yeah. And I think when uh, Mr. M does throw out the ballots uh, and the other student that counted is so sure, how do you not back up from that moment? You know what I mean? What like, do you mean? Like if, okay, so it's very, uh, it's very obvious that the students can smell something is wrong here. Yeah. And at no point does he go, maybe I'm just going to back up a little bit. <laughs> maybe I'll just say, oh yeah, actually I recounted and you were right. And it is this much or whatever. But if you're like you, he literally brings it into the principal so instead of just backing up, he doubles down, right. brings in somebody of higher authority mm-hmm. to confirm his lie. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no need for that escalation. And he does it anyway because he hates this girl so much. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is he was so dumb about getting away with it. He just left them in the trash. 
Like if you oh. crum- if he had crumpled that up and just slid it into his pocket, right, and walked out of the school with it that night, wow, no, not no problem, never discovered. Because yeah, you're right, it's a yeah. It's but a, then the greatest mo- moment of the whole movie when you like when you you know you see the janitor, yeah, you see, like, you see that face, and you just see that like half a second of the the thing falling yeah. on the ground, and you're like you're like, I mean, the janitor's the hero of the movie. <laughs> He's yeah, the greatest. He's he's a uh, molar is what he is. He's the yeah. <laughs> that's the that's his for... that's his only acting role. He's a real janitor from a real high school. Wow. No. And uh, and um, uh, Paul was a, a like so they were scouting high schools in uh, Omaha. Is that where they were? Somewhere. Um, and uh, Paul was a student at one of the the schools, and that's how they that's how they got him. He wasn't an actor before. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And uh, yeah. he met him. Like at one of those high schools, and then they, they put him in the movie because he and was so good. Then he did American he was Pie, great. yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, the, his career took off from there. Which yeah, I was also watching an interview where an actor said that one of the toughest things to play is dumb. Right. Like it's really hard to play dumb because you do have to have like almost like a facial like a vacancy mm-hmm. to your face, and mm-hmm. it has to be constant. Like you can't look like you're thinking at any point. Right. right. What You can't think about what would a dumb person think. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just have to be completely blank, which is insane. I never thought about that, but I was like, that's really interesting. Yeah. That playing dumb is the hardest thing to do. I, I'll admit this. I, for a very long time, was of the belief that there are no dumb people. Uh, <laughs> and I, I was like, just like, it just takes, you just have to explain it to them in a way that they understand. Right. They haven't been catered to in a way that they can everyone should be able to get this if you could just explain it in the right way right and then do I start, you still feel that no, way because <laughs> I, I was going to say I disagree and then what, what brought me around was I remember I was trying to explain something very simple <clears throat> I was literally trying to explain to somebody what their job was mm-hmm. and they had been doing their job longer than I'd been doing my job and I knew what their job was like you know one of those oh. things and I was just like well that's your job. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's part of the thing that you give me. And I was trying to explain that to this guy, and I just saw that look uh, that you're talking about, that completely vacant, like mm-hmm. not getting this. And I was like, "Oh, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> These people. This isn't just a matter of at some point over the last ten years, someone didn't explain your job to you. You just can't do your job." Oh, yeah. And you are you are just dumb. I really want to follow up with one quick anecdote. Yeah. Well, because, uh, yeah, I had an experience with that. I was talking to this girl in university, and she said, I believe she's like, guys, I got a great idea. She goes, okay, here's what we should do. This is a great money-making scheme that I have come up with. She goes, what I'm going to, what we could do is, you know how our friends in China right now, right? And I was like, yeah, okay. She goes, what we do is we call her, and she can tell us what the scores of the sport games are going to be before it happens here, and we can bet on it. Oh, my God. She's a genius. And I, honestly, it's uh, – Craig's mind's exploding right now. I, I can't even – Oh, it's so dumb. So it wasn't – I think the most surprising thing about it to me was not that she didn't understand the fundamental concept of time – but that she had thought that she was the first per. If this was the case, she the was first the person. first person to think of this great scheme. 
Yeah. It was what I was like, I don't even know how to respond to this. She's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love her. I think that is a sign of intelligence, though, when you say to yourself, um, when you come up with a clever idea and you're like, well, if it was that simple, someone else would have figured it out by now. Yeah. And like then continue on, right? Where you're like, oh, I bet I could like do something with exchange rates where I could trick it to make money. And you're like, yeah, but if it was that simple, someone probably would have come up with it by now. Or like, For sure. Yeah, exactly. So, oh man, that's... Uh, and can, can we know, the, I think one of the most important things in the movie is that uh, Tracy is not the one that finds the evidence. Tracy doesn't pursue this afterwards. Right. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, like that, that's the janitor Mr. found dropped it in the Exactly. Yeah. Like because mm-hmm. normally her attitude is like go, 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 go. But as soon as she lost, even though one of the other students had indicated to her that she had won, she doesn't pursue it any further. She goes, I've lost. Right. Yeah, that's she true. She really steps back. Okay, that's not a that's the, not an evil person. And this wasn't her like the mother as presented, you would think would get like get involved exactly. or like call yeah. the principal and be like, What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I demand a recount. It wasn't like it wasn't that which would have come across as very like, oh, look at you. Yeah. You're, you refuse to lose graciously and all. But you're right, it's the janitor. Yeah. It, it's his obsession with hating Mr. M and <laughs> Uh, again, hero. He's uh, he's the hero of the movie. I yeah, <laughs> and Mr. M destroys that the kid who was counting. De- he he destroys his faith in democracy. Oh like, yeah, like you yeah, see yeah. that on his oh, face, right? He's, he spat at him. Yeah, <laughs> he rolls down the window and spats at much later. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, because it's also you can tell with these students that they actually like the people on the council don't seem to hate Tracy. Right. No, no, and, and and that's what surprises me when they say that she doesn't have friends. Like, I think the people on that student council would be, I would consider them her friends. You know what I mean? Like well, they, she they was work... on all the clubs and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. So she has, when you say she's unpopular, I don't think she's unpopular. Mm. I think she's just not close with anybody. I yeah. think she's a person who everybody knows who she is, but she goes home and no one invites her to parties. I, I, knew, you know? I knew a couple Tracy Flicks in high school. Like, sure. They were on every... Like every club and, you know, um, I, I knew Tracy for sure. Yeah, I think oh, we all we did. all, yeah, yeah, everybody knows a Tracy. And you know what? Well, I no think, one was mad at her, I don't think. No, exactly. No, and I, I think they've not. all turned out fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, those well, are the people. Fine. Yeah, she does. She yeah, does. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I Maybe I had a little sprinkle of Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been feeling maybe, that during this uh, podcast. Maybe I have certain maybe facial expressions some, at certain moments. Yeah, there's. Uh, I have a real personal connection with this woman. I, uh, yeah, I really feel for her. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Then that's all. Yeah, Tracy's a very sympathetic character. Like if you actually go through the movie and see what her beats are, it's like she's someone who is, um, uh, you know, in an inappropriate relationship with a teacher. Then she is very high accomplishing and everything else, wants to be student council president, uh, basically gets screwed over by a teacher who is vindictive at her for ruining his friend's life, Mm -hmm. uh, even though she is the victim of that situation, and then uh, ultimately becomes that and goes on to succeed. Like, she's she did nothing wrong in this entire movie, except for tear down the posters, which is... Hey, has that girl been through some shit? Has she had a little pressure thrown her way? Is she a high school student who probably isn't emotionally able to handle this or emotionally mature enough to handle everything that's being thrown at you? Yeah. Great. 
Absolutely. Oh, you tore down posters and you learned from it. Plus, it's, I think uh, her, the mindset of her being at the school all day working on the yearbook, have we not all had a day after work where you just want to go like office space on, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just want yeah. to take a bat to a printer. Yeah. Like honestly, I really got that moment. I really didn't yeah, yeah, think yeah. it was that and bad. I, was like, I get like, it. Put it back up, and then it felt like that frustration. Oh, oh I get that yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. feeling and that. You just want to tear it down. Big time. Tear it down. Um, but yeah, I don't think uh, anything else. No, I think honestly, Alex, I think you brought the most interesting point to this was that they had to change the end of the movie because people wanted a better ending for one of the worst people in this movie. Right. Which is incredible to me. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Which means that Tracy was essentially supposed to be the villain of this movie. Right. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's not the villain. Not the villain Right. Absolutely not. Uh, the villain was right. The villain was right, everybody. <laughs> and with that, I think we're uh, ready to go to our definitive ranking. Uh, like every week, we like to give it a definitive ranking of how good the villain was. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, so what do, you, what do you got, Rebecca? Oh, I've got on a scale of elections. So okay. I go from a uh, classic school election to the Brazilian election. I'm going to give this a Canadian election. Okay. Or you know what? I don't really agree with everything that's happening here, but it's pretty civil. Yep. (laughs) And I don't think it's that bad. There we go. Uh, So mine was the uh, election fraud scale uh, is what I did. So on a scale of uh, taking a photo of your ballot, which I confirmed is apparently illegal. Yeah. uh, I didn't know that. And uh, to collusion with Russia on the extreme (laughs) side. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a uh, give her a uh, a, a, a solid uh, uh, voting twice. I'm gonna give her a solid Ooh, voting twice. Okay. It's like you know what? It's not a big deal. Maybe it happens every once in a while, but you shouldn't be too worried about it. <laughs> it's not your top priority. Yeah, so pretty good. I was just gonna pass. I can't. Okay, no problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, That's no okay. worries. Um, and I, bef- I, I'm the villain of this. You're the villain of this. <laughs> That's fine. This is a very silly thing that we do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really has no I, bearing on anything. And I put so much time into doing it. <laughs> it never um, but yeah, so before we get to our hero and villain of the week, uh, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Yeah, please follow us at uh, VWR Podcast on Twitter. That is our most active thing that we have going on so you know follow us there craig's uh rocking it uh you can also uh you know you can like our page if villain was right you know please like and subscribe on uh itunes and leave us a little review that's very important yeah the reviews really help us get discovered by other people and tell your friends about it too uh you guys have been doing awesome with that and also if you want to send us movie suggestions uh we absolutely love it um, some less of the best work ones for us. Less work for us, and some of the best episodes and most fun ones are like this one, where there's suggestions that, uh, or maybe non-suggestions. Maybe non-suggestions. <laughs> maybe just a conversation we had when I had too many. Uh, <laughs> it went in the spreadsheet though, and that's what's important. Great. Uh, but yes, please feel free to suggest it. You can email your suggestions to villainwasright at gmail.com. Um, and now it is on to uh, our hero and villain of the week. Rebecca, what do you got? Hero oh, I got, a, I got a villain and also hero. Okay. Yeah, villain and also hero. Go, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, mine's a real light, uh, real light villain. So you want me to start it off? Sure. Okay, and then we can uh, sandwich you in there if you sure. want. Okay, cool. great. Cool. Uh, okay, so <laughs> this is the lamest one ever, but this is my villain. And my villain is 
Tim Hortons. Oh, good one though. <laughs> okay. Good one. No, and this is going to be, t- this is, you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Mm. This is the, the, the dumbest thing. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was just like, oh, I, I'd had a cold. I'd been speaking all day. So my throat was sore. The weather got really nice. Like it was up above 20 degrees finally. And I was just out and I was like, you know what would be really great right now is a Tim Hortons iced cappuccino. And an iced cappuccino isn't even all that good, right? It's just <laughs> it's just it's, very specific. Yeah, right. exactly. It's like creamy, like you you drink it and then like that sludge at the bottom mm-hmm. just turns to pure ice because all the flavors come out of it. It's not great. <laughs> but I just I was like, oh, that's what I want. And I stopped at a Tim Hortons and I was like, one iced cappuccino, please. And they're like, oh, sorry, the machine's down right now. And I was like, well, whatever. Next day, I'm like, okay. I I, I drove home and I was like, I still want that ice cappuccino, man. <laughs> like, so I like I parked my car and I left my building and I walked like across the street and I was like, there's a Tim Hortons right there. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna get my ice cappuccino. And there's a lady in front of me. This is the most hilarious part of this whole thing. I'm the only, there's two people in this whole Tim Hortons. What this lady's in front of me, and she goes to the guy, she's like, and and to be fair, English was not her first language, but she was doing very, very well. But she was like, uh, I want like a tea biscuit, and can you toast it? And he's like, yep. And she's like, and I want that, um, I want that, uh, it's uh, a spread you put on it. And she, he's like, what do you mean? She's like, it's like white. And you like spread it on. He's like, so cream cheese? She's like, no, 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 no. It's not cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, like, like butter? She goes, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like white and you spread it on. Yeah, it's cream cheese. It's, it's like, it's cream cheese. And I'm sitting there going, it's cream cheese. <laughs> and this goes back and forth for about five minutes. A line goes out the door in the amount of time that they're there. And finally they agree that it's cream cheese. I think at one point she described it's like meat. And we're like, it's cream cheese. <laughs> It's like meat. <laughs> yeah. She'd never thought about what it was. Yeah. And uh, oh, wow. anyway, so this was just like, ugh, just one more thing between me and my ice cap. I get up to the front of like, one medium ice cap, please. And he's like, oh, sorry, they're cleaning the machine. Right oh. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> so then the next day I'm like, okay, I'm driving home from a place. If I pass a Tim Hortons here, uh, I'm going to go and get this ice cap. And for, how this is possible to drive between any two points in Toronto and not pass a Tim Hortons, but I did not. It was like a barren landscape. I couldn't get it that day. Finally, like after a whole week of wanting this ice cap, I finally found one and it was amazing. So they're my villain for just making, <laughs> making, I just want to throw a toonie at somebody and get a stupid little iced coffee, stupid drink and and uh they made it more difficult so that was real lame of me but that was just horns is the worst though (laughs) it is it's they're not great yeah no because they switch bean suppliers right yeah like uh when uh whoever owns burger king bought them Mm -hmm. right and when they did that they took uh burger king supply whoever was supplying for burger king they made that happen, and then McDonald's got that, uh, Tim Hortons old bean supplier. Which is why I McDonald's coffee that. took is, a huge jump up. Oh, in. so good. Yeah. So good. And yeah. that's why Tim Hortons is shit now. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, so, what do you got? Uh, well, um, uh, I work at Comedy Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the other night... Uh, I... Okay, I have like I have like a sixth sense now for like like people who are going to be a problem. Oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. I see them. They haven't said anything yet. The show hasn't started yet. I'm like, <laughs> this guy's gonna talk. <laughs> um, so uh, um, 
the show starts. Um, he's already talking to the host, right? Just like offering information that is not information. It is, and it is just like, and uh, so uh, I approached him firmly, but not aggressively. And I was like, um, you can't talk in a theater. And, and uh, he continued by going, oh yeah, I'm just gonna tell him that, uh, I just need to tell him that, uh, and it was, it was weird because it was about the Moby thing. <laughs> and the guy looked like Moby. It was like he had a shaved head and the sticky out of ears and the yeah. whole thing, right? And like and he was correcting like like a detail of it. Yeah. She was 20 or whatever, right? Oh, oh, oh. So that's the worst detail to it was, correct. I, like that's exactly. like you're disgusting. All of it was so so he's like, I just need so at that point I know he's not gonna stop talking yeah like, of course because he's because he's an asshole he's explaining why he should be able to say this which means this whole show is gonna be whatever so i'm like you have to go um uh and he's like i paid and i'm like you'll get your money back but you you have to go uh because you can't talk in a theater mm -hmm. and um uh just then, uh, Eric, who does the security, came in. Um, you know, I pointed at the guy. Eric got him to leave. He is not my villain. Because this man uh, clearly had uh, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. He was on something. Like, mm -hmm. so he's got uh, uh, substance problems. The girl beside him, while I'm telling this guy he has to leave, she gives me this nasty look and she says, just let him chill. She's the villain <laughs> because because she because don't like, because I I know for sure who needs to leave the show <laughs> for the show to happen yeah. yeah and she does not know and and like and she's my villain yeah and I just want to say this both Rebecca and I greatly appreciate <laughs> yes you doing stuff like that throwing people out oh my god you yeah. That's awful. That's yeah. very important. Yeah, you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, so doing important. Also, if you if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know this, don't talk during a comedy yeah. show. I, I do want to say, like, uh, sometimes they'll say at the beginning of a show, "Don't heckle," and I don't think that the public knows. I think people think heckling means you're a jerk or whatever, or, or you're not funny. Or... But like, but like saying, "I agree," that's still heck. Like, that's don't talk. To the people, don't try. And, it's not. It's a conversation. not a conversation. You can react and, to and things. Like, uh, you can so they, answer questions. There's so many people. Most of the problems we have are people who think they're helping. Oh, they, oh no, never, but they all think helping. they're helping. <laughs> you're they never helping. You are never. If you were one of those people, you go, yeah, but me, no. You are never helping a show. You are. Ne we 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 have to stop. <laughs> address what you're saying. And then try and get back on track. Yeah, Nobody yeah. enjoys yeah. it. And Stop the joke, it. The jokes were written, written before. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not. I don't really think that's totally the population's fault, though, because a lot of us as comedians, if we do have a video where we're like, watch this comedian own this heckler, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. we are only promoting by For doing sure. that. And a lot of comedians do that. And then people see those videos yeah. and they assume that's that that is, is going it. to be helpful. Right. And I don't really think, so that's, that's why most of the time when I do get heckled, the first time I'm just give them a little nudge, like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like I don't try and go too aggressively right. because 
I don't, I think you genuinely think you're helping. Right. right? Anyway, well, on to, <laughs> on to my story where we all find out that I am actually probably 100% Tracy. Uh, <laughs> Did I run for student council president? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I win? Absolutely. Nice. <laughs> Was I in many a club? Certainly. Fantastic. But I do want to talk about, uh, so I had, we had this thing where, uh, I, I will say that I ran the year before for vice president and lost. Okay, so can, you, know, okay. you know what okay. I mean. You know what I mean. It's not all not all wins over in my corner here. Uh, but I so you always have when you have student council, you always have like a teacher advisor, right? Like you always have somebody that's in charge of it, which in this movie's case would be Mr. M. Yep. Um, so in my case, we had this one uh, teacher. Now this was before the year that I was going to be president. We had this one teacher who was just if you. It, just so inappropriate. You know, one of these teachers, like she would just, she would um, open her room up during the uh, lunch hour, which is fine. And I get that, but she would do it so that students would gossip with her and oh, tell her like all the little oh, like geez. juicy details of the day Who's and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and she like loved that. Right. So we were bringing in this new girl into uh, student council and I like, I didn't particularly like her, but whatever, you know what I mean? Like I'm a, I'm a 15 year old girl. Like there's people that I don't like. Right. So I mentioned this to somebody else. That's my friend on the council, but I don't think anything else of it. Obviously I'm going to be civil with this girl. I will be nice. Da 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 da. And I get into this meeting and we're having the meeting. Everything seems to be going well. And then this woman just snaps on me in front of every, she's like, you better fucking treat her right. You don't say shit. About and it was like, because I had only said this to one other student and she had heard like this gossip that like, apparently I like, I was going to bring her down or something like that. But she tells me, she's like, if you don't fucking like it, you can get out. She's like, you can quit counsel. If you don't like this girl, you can get the hell out. Right. So like, I'm like, at the time, like I was a really, I, I wasn't that loud of a student, you know what I mean? Like I got A's, I was really like, I yeah. followed the rules, whatever. So I was just like mortified, right? Anyway, cut to the, uh, so I'm going to be the student council president, right? And this is, this woman is like the hip, cool teacher, whatever, right? That everybody loves because apparently none of us see a problem with this issue, right? Yeah. Anyway, it turns out that she can't be our advisor for the next year. It's going to be this uh, this other woman who is uh, one of the librarians in the school, and uh, like most people are like, this woman's so strict, like she's so firm, da 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 da. So I'm like sweating the whole summer. I'm like, oh my god, this is this might be awful or whatever. The best teacher I've ever met in my life. Yeah. We had the best year. She she ran it well. She ran it professionally. She was lovely. And I was like, this is what teaching should be about. She also kind of saved me one day because I was, uh, what I, uh, Zellers at a moment, Zellers, if you don't know, is a Canadian company or was a Canadian company at yeah, a moment. It got replaced by Target, which Basic, went out of business yeah. in three months. Basically <laughs> Canadian Walmart, right? So Walmart did this thing where they were running, uh, 20, like they were open 24 hours a day. 
because they were trying to get more business and trying to close other businesses around, right? So Zellers gets this idea that we're going to do this, right? So this is in the summer, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I work a couple of these overnight shifts in a row. I go in because I'm, like, going to paint the student council. uh, We had, like, a closet, basically. I think every school had that. Throw a couch Um, in there and call it a office. Yeah. I was so – I went in the next day for one of these shifts. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in. I'm going to paint it really quick, and then I'm going to go home and go to sleep, right? But because I was so sleep-deprived, I didn't – I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't open the door. (laughs) So I've been in here painting for three hours with zero ventilation. Oh, my God. <laughs> this teacher comes in. She goes, the librarian, she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just painting. I'm high as oh my a God. kite. She was like, you need to go home. <laughs> you need to leave. Anyway, yeah. So she was the best teacher ever. Loved yeah. her so much. The strict ones always are the better yes. teachers because they, yeah. Because they, they're professional. They're professional and they make sure that you learn what you're supposed to learn. Yeah. Anyway, the point of that was I am tracing. There you go. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Um, yeah. So uh, and that pretty much does it for us this week. Um, uh, Rebecca, where can people find you? At Rebecca Reads. That's it. Yeah. I'm simple. Alex, you got uh, any social media you want to plug? Yeah, at uh, P-L-E-L-T-H, Plelth. Uh, I make music, and uh, and that's my Twitter, and you can just go there, and I, I uh, that's it. All right, sweet. And you can follow me, uh, Craig Fay Comedy, on Twitter, Facebook, uh, CraigFay.com for tour dates. And if you want, uh, I'll be launching a video project pretty soon. So if you want to uh, subscribe to Craig Fay Comedy on uh, YouTube, uh, so you get alerts for when that comes out, uh, I'll be making the announcement of that uh, sometime soon. Um, but yeah, that pretty much does it for us here at The Villain Was Right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, next week, uh, we are tackling Amelie, uh, another uh, audience suggestion. So uh, stay tuned for that. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you uh, to double up on your tape on all your election posters. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>